What's up, everybody? It's your friendly neighborhood, Smango, finally with another podcast. I know it's been a while. Been trying to get lots of ideas together. Lots and lots of ideas together. Hope you guys have been busy. I've been busy with uh, YouTubes and Twitters. But anyway, <clears throat> what we're going to get in today is a few things. We're going to talk about Twitter, of course. We're going to talk about learning Linux, uh, retro games, modern games, and maybe some Magic the Gathering Arena and MTG, because that's what I want to do. Anyways, it is almost the middle of November 2022. The year is about the end. It's crazy. I know I've not been as active as I'd like to be on uh, on YouTube and everything else, but I've uh, decided like I, I just need to do it. And I just need to, I just need to do stuff, you know, I, I just need to quit trying to niche everything down so much and just be myself, be the nerd that I want to be about just gaming technology. And that, that's what this is about. This is the full tech podcast. This is about Smango's passion for these games, uh, technology that I've learned and seen and the stuff I ultimately just care about. Uh, so many things that I, I just, I just grow passion for you know i'm not gonna turn to like yeah i love sports too but i'm not gonna put sports in here but uh you know you know gaming networking linux but windows that's what i love to do uh and that's what the channel's gonna be about in this podcast from now on oh man lots of changed since my last podcast let me just tell you lots and lots of changed uh hopefully the audio sounds a lot better than it did last time i know uh I had issues last time when I was recording and well, what happens is my kids come over and I have my sound mixer low down to the ground where they can reach their little hands up and they'll start messing with my knobs. Then I'll start recording, be into it, then go back and listen to it. I'm like, Oh no, it sounds like crap. And so that's, that's usually what happens. So I need to always double check where my knobs are at. What's like, they'll have echo and delay up and, it's awful. Anyways, let's start with our first topic. Since this is going to be the biggest topic, probably, it's probably going to take a little bit to get through. So grab you some popcorn. Uh, enjoy. If you're watching on YouTube, enjoy the gameplay of Sonic Frontiers. Uh, I, I don't feel like being in front of camera today, but it is what it is. Anyways, this is a podcast, so you just got to listen, right? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, hopefully I'm going to try to produce a podcast every Sunday again if I can. That's the goal, at least weekly again, or every two weeks. That's the goal. I'm going to podcast. Hopefully, I start making up videos and YouTube shorts over on uh, the U the Smango YouTube channel is where most of my shorts are going to go now instead of TikTok. I hate TikTok. <laughs> anyway, then, uh, well, I think uh, Twitter is actually going to be a great platform after this. Uh, after all the kinks get sorted out, let's put it that way. Um after all the kinks get sorted out, I think Twitter's going to be a great platform because all these things that's been happening, it just shows you how big Twitter has the influence on people. Like, it's crazy, crazy how big it is. It, it, it's incredible. <clears throat> anyway, um, with uh, Elon Musk taking over Twitter and making it private now, it's not publicly traded anymore, which is interesting. But Elon Musk, you know, the Tesla guy, the SpaceX guy, the... He's, uh, he has took over Twitter and he has done some crazy things. Um, the big thing right now is he's allowed everybody or did 
uh, at, at this moment in recording, it is paused. Uh, you, you can verify with a Apple uh, phone, iOS only, and $8 a month, which I think is awesome for us little guys. Now, <laughs> of course, people is using this to spoof people and troll people and spam and scam people. Like they would buy an account for eight dollars, and you know there's more to it than just buying. Like that's the big thing here. You guys need to realize if people are scamming people, it's more than eight dollars to really scam people on Twitter. Because <clears throat> first of all. If you just make a new account, nobody's following you. Like, you're not going to get seen. It don't matter who you are. Um, unless you're like a big celebrity and uh, people's already following that account. It's not like the uh, Tom Cruise gets searched every five seconds of the day on Twitter. So let's just take, for instance, um, if you have a big account and you, you've, you've already paid for the followers and then you've changed your handle, like uh, at Tom Cruise 2 or uh, the real Tom Cruise Something like that. I don't even know what his handle is. But if you wanted to make a scam account, you would make that like the underscore real Tom Cruise or something like that. And then uh, you'd buy your followers, get like a million followers or something. How much is that? And then you would get Twitter verified now with $8 a month. And that's, you know, every month $8 and you get priority and stuff like that, which I think is great for small creators such as myself. And, uh, you know, get priority when I... Uh, tweet something out or like something, you know, uh, th that just helps build my brand is what I think. That's what I like about it and not being verified. It, you know, it's harder for people to trust you to click on my website was well, fulltechpodcast.com. Anyway, scam artist was using this to go ahead and, um, uh, scam people out of money or whatever. But anyways, got people were paying $15,000 to get, Twitter verified. So that should show you kind of how big Twitter is as people really did want to be verified. I'd love to have been verified back in the day. It's not as big now because you can just pay eight bucks a month, but it still shows that you're a real person and you're, you know, you're put forth the money to show that you're a real person, you're authentic on your posts and stuff like that. So I think it's a good thing. Now we're, it's messed up as the people's been able to verifies these uh the new verification the man have verify as like, these businesses and stuff and it's they say it's hurt like the eli Lilly was the big one with the with the insulin somebody made a eli Lilly scam account and said insulin was free and supposedly that dropped the stock down and I like, I don't know how dumb people have to be to actually think that insulin's going to be free at this point. Like that's insane to begin with. Like, I know if you click on it, it looks authentic. Like if somebody screenshot, it, it looks authentic. Like it's the real company tweeting this out. But listen, guys, there wasn't no press release. There was no website release. There was no article on this. And you know, People want to say Twitter's dying, but if Twitter's dying, it wouldn't have that big of effect on, and I, I don't think it had that big effect. I think there was multiple things that went into that, but it wouldn't even have an influence at all on that being uh, even fathomable that that happened. 
Like nobody would think that Twitter actually caused that at all. I don't think it caused it, but they wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even think it would cause it. If that makes sense. I don't think a tweet all of a sudden just changes the world and how it works all of a sudden, at least coming from a 36 year old that grew up not having the internet. Now we have the internet since I was in eighth grade, the internet's been big. But, you know, when somebody posts something on social media, it was always just like, yeah, hey, whatever. Uh, you know, I always took more stuff that's posted as an article and took, people took time to read and write and all that stuff was more authentic than somebody microblogging on Twitter. Apparently that's not the case anymore if this really caused that much havoc, which I don't think it did. I think it didn't help, but I don't think it caused as much damage as people were leading on. I will say that. Uh, but it is a problem and that's why Elon turned it off. So <laughs> it has been something else. It has been very funny to watch all these big high celebrities get mad over people being verified too. Then they act like they're going to leave Twitter and go somewhere else. And they're not, they're going to say they are and complain cause there's just all kinds of reasons, all kinds of reasons. And, uh, another thing that Elon laid off 50% of the workforce of Twitter, it's like, what in the world, how do you allow 50% of your workforce? So it's like, what was the, what was these people really doing? If you can just lay off 50, like that's like going into McDonald's tomorrow and uh, you get everybody there and you're like, got right, 50% of you laid off. See ya. That'd be bad. Uh, at least you would think like people, nobody would, you, you, nobody would get an order right or your, your McDoubles wouldn't come out till 20 minutes later. They done that. So, I mean, Twitter's way bigger than a single McDonald's, but say if you went to the McDonald's in your local town and just laid off 50% of the workforce, that'd be catastrophic. But Twitter, apparently 50% of people didn't really do much, nothing. And it's forcing people to go back to work, which is interesting. Um, and I'm on the fence about going back to work. Uh, you know, I go to the office at least four times out of the week. And, but it is nice as an IT person to be able to remote in and do your job. Cause it, it's just not, and IT people have been able to do this for a while. If you guys work in the IT field, you've always been a remote in and solve a problem. Usually with your VPN, you can connect to the server, stuff like that. It's been pretty much standard been able to do it, but you've never been able to quote unquote work at home. That was frowned upon until, uh, till the, um, till the V19 come out vid, the vid 19. You won't say it, the, the whole letter on here. Cause it gets, uh, it gets demonetized or something. I don't know. So we call it the vid 19. Uh, came out and people was able to work from home and all. <laughs> and it's a good thing that IT people always kind of did this and we knew we could do it. So we was able to push it out to multiple people. I'm like, yeah, this is possible to still be able to function. Um, but then, you know, it's, uh, it's really according to how kind of person you are. If you're like me, I get distracted easy, especially I'm at home and I have my gaming computer or something that like, there's a million different things to distract me from, uh, always not looking at my work computer. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, that's why I'm always in the office. I like to be in the office, you know, in case something does happen, somebody needs to come see me. I'm there at the office. I'm not at home in my pajamas or shorts and t-shirts. Like I'm at the office dressed, ready for, you know, uh, socialization, <laughs> like you still should be able to socialize guys. 
that's the problem is like we're losing the social and come, that's funny coming from an IT person because uh, uh, a lot of us are very introverted. Uh, I know even myself and I, people think I'm extroverted, but I'm kind of introverted. Like I'm kind of uh, standoffish at first until uh, people get to know me. And then, I, then I, you know, I like talking on the mic here because that, that's a little extroverted. But like I like to be into myself and, you know, working on stuff instead of, uh, you know, so solely socializing 24-7. I'm not so extroverted. But anyway, a lot of IT people are introverted, and that's fine. But you still need to be able to communicate with people that socialize a lot. And that, that's why the stigma of IT people are weird is because uh, a lot of us uh, stay in the basement and played on Linux all day instead of socializing with other people. And, you know, you just got to find p things you're in common with people. Like, uh, for me, what helps is, you know, I work out, uh, you know, like sports, you know, Kentucky basketball, football, you know, all that stuff. That's relatable to a lot of people. Fishing, whatever. You need to find something else besides to do on a computer. That'll help you with uh, socialization, socializing with other people that, they don't care about Rocky Linux or Alma Linux or Windows 11, the latest patch update. They probably don't even care about Twitter, to be honest with you, like uh, we do. Anyways, back to the topic. Twitter, I think it's going to get a much better. I think it's been more active lately than it ever has been. At least for me, I'm like, I, I, I get excited getting on Twitter now. And before, I was like, God, the only reason I used Twitter was honestly just to kind of give the website or YouTube a chance for somebody else to see it every now and then kind of give it a boost and trying to get seen. It was literally the only reason I used it. I'd tweet every now and then and they're back in 2015. I tried to really grow it. And I was just like, I got to 1400 people and I was just like, eh, why? Well, what's the point of this? Like people find me eventually if I just work on YouTube or podcast or something, hopefully you go follow me on Twitter now at the Smango. It's my real one. It's verified now, so you know it's me. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> even though you you could you could uh, you could spoof me, I guess. But at this mango is my real uh, username. Is verified now. That's me, Smango. And I think it's a good thing. I really I really do think it's a good thing for people that want to get serious and build their brand that you're an authentic person. Now, uh, I think what Elon and the rest of the Twitter bunch are doing is they're going to allow organizations to verify themselves with something else. And then ultimately Twitter be the last verification on that. So that's good. I think they're working out the kinks guys. I really do. Cause I think to be honest, it's going to start getting expensive for some of these scamming companies. Like every time a bot, a bad bot goes down, that's eight bucks. Every time a new account gets busted, that's eight bucks that they're not giving it back. <laughs> Like, on what grand scale are they going to start? Like, so if you guys have watched, if you guys watch YouTube a lot and you like to try to create content and you might want to learn, uh, Devin Nash just released a great video on this. And uh, he's just, um, what Elon's doing is he's took over Twitter at a loss and you know, he's paid 44 billion, I think. And it's, <laughs> it's worth like 5 billion. So he's got to try to get that 
up. And let's see, he took it over and it's in this bad shape. And so we'll see. I think Twitter is a great platform at this point. I think it's going to be better. And anyway, if anything, we have got some laughs out of this because it's been hilarious. If, if anything, and I could be completely wrong on this subject and, you know, take everything I say with a grain of salt. I just don't think Eli Lilly crashed cause of a tweet. Come, I mean, it don't even, it don't even make sense. Like I get it stupid that people was able to spoof somebody that easily. Like I get it, but I just, I, it just, that don't happen. Like real world scenario. It just doesn't have like, it's a tweet. Who cares? <laughs> you know? Um, but if people care that much about a tweet and that goes back to what I was saying, if people care that much about a tweet, that just shows you how big Twitter is and it needs to be taken more serious. And it has been over the last year. Twitter has been took more serious than any other social platform ever. For some reason, I do not get it, but here we are. I'm Twitter verified. Woo. You know, $8 a month. Go mango. Anyway, he's got to make his money back and he's busted. It's on telling how many bots he's busted. And got eight bucks a month already. If you make an account right now and you want to try to <laughs> impersonate Elon Musk and you don't put parody account or whatever in your username or something like that, I mean, you just gave him eight bucks a month. Like this, this stuff's going to be automated almost. It's going to be almost instant. Like you just, you just basically gave him eight bucks a month. Congratulations. You just gave Elon eight bucks. Uh, you people that hate Twitter and hate Elon that much, you just gave him eight bucks. Congratulations. He don't care. <laughs> He's not going to make money. Like that's why you build stuff. Uh, you know, you grow a passion about stuff, but you know, it'd be nice to get paid to do stuff like this. It'd be nice to pay, get paid play, uh, to, for me to blab my mouth on podcast. But until then, here I am, you know, working all this for free with no sponsors or anything, which I'm not big. So it, it, it's cool. I just doing what I enjoy to do. Uh, but anyway, Twitter, it is, uh, it is, it, it has become something else. It is definitely grown to be one of the biggest platforms ever, social platforms. And I think the overall goal for Twitter now is for it to be an authentic place for authentic news that people release. Still all this fake stuff that people can fake all the time, which going back to what I said, it was way too easy to verify account and for it to look authentic. <laughs> like it just was no beating around the bush. It just was too easy to do. Like I could have changed my account to Elon Musk and said something stupid and been banned instantly. Maybe I'd have got followers. Maybe I wouldn't. That's the go. Like I ain't got enough followers for everybody to see it anyway. This would have, this would have had been an account that's kind of been planning for this or already had the followers and just changed it. So it would get, instantly recognized like that's what happened here like you don't just buy a new twitter account or make one and verify it and it just doesn't happen like it's it's almost impossible like nobody would see you anyway like if i if i made a new account and i made uh the underscore real tom cruise verified it if i tweeted out uh tom cruise or I love kitty cats or something like that. Who would see that and would think that Tom Cruise really said that? No one. Just because I'm verified, you're automatically going to see it now because I have Tom Cruise's picture and a, a blue check mark with zero followers. Really? No, what they've done is they got a follower 
bot or bot followers and then done it. Like they're spending more than $8 a month. I completely agree with Devin Nash on this. Anyways, that's enough about the Twitterverse. Uh, but let me guys know if you use Twitter. Um, follow me on there if you don't mind. I, I, I would love more followers. And I do follow back. If I, I think you're a real person, I do follow back. Um, and, you know, I like to like stuff and retweet stuff and stuff on there anyway. But anyway, follow me on there. At the Smango. On to the next thing. Uh, back, going back to... Why you need to learn Linux as a system administrator, and this is this is the next topic. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of people they do ask me uh, what do they need to do to get into the IT field. Like, is IT field a good field? And blah blah blah. You know, stuff like this. You know, it is a good field, but you really do have to love computers because it does it is work. Like, it is work, and it's it's good that. You want to work in something that you love or, you know, care about and you find cool. And, you know, there are some days you get to mess with some of the coolest technology, new technology that nobody's messed with before. And that's just cool. And, you know, you ain't going to know anything about it. And that, that's the scary part is you're not going to know. Not knowing is half the battle of IT. Like people bring you a problem. You know, you know what IT is? It's been a good problem solver, really. Uh, can you figure out this issue? Uh, you're probably better at figuring this stuff out than I ever will be. Will you fix it for me? It's kind of the questions you get. I have no doubt in my mind that there's very intelligent people that any branch in your job field, whatever you're working at, that they could probably figure this out. If they, um, you know, like they could run Windows updates or, you know, install bio. It's not that hard, but... One, they ain't got the time to do it. One, they don't want to do it. <laughs> or two, they don't want to do it. Three, um, you know, maybe they just don't, uh, they're not more comfortable with a computer than you are, which is fine. They just, they just do their, they use their computer to do their job, and that's it. Got to realize that. Um, so you're going to be naturally better at figuring out stuff on a computer than, you know, somebody else that just does, that they go click on an application, they do their stuff in their job, and that's all they do. They don't do anything else, guys go listen they don't do anything else they they don't like computers they use it to do their work and they go home they don't have computers and servers sitting at their house and network devices like we do like it just they just don't care they, they get away from the computer we live in it um so <clears throat> growing up you're probably going to be exposed to windows a lot more so take this Take this advice and be like, you need to learn Linux too. Because it just, if you do, it's going to save you a lot more headache in the long run. Because it's so, it's so important that you learn Linux. It really is. And, um, you know, there's, there's so many things to, uh, that Linux can do better than Windows does. I mean, you know, they both can do similar things and do the same thing. Like, you know, Windows can host a, ser a web server. Linux can host a web server. You know, you can run DHCP on Windows server. You can run DHCP on Linux, etc. But the thing with Windows is it requires licenses. Licenses suck. If you've ever been in the IT field, you're going to learn this. Is Licensing is a pain to deal with. It's so stupid. You have to license each virtual machine, usually. 
or you have to have a license that supports so many CPUs, like a virtual machine and all this other stuff. Like no, nobody cares. <laughs> like, well, it's just an extra way for these, uh, uh, these companies running a hypervisor can make money like VMware or even hypervisor, hyper-V. Uh, you can only run so many, you're only supposed to, let's say that if you're running at the house, it's highly unlikely Microsoft's going to come after you. But if you're running a business and you're doing this for a job, you do have to worry about this stuff because you will get audited and you have to pay a big fine or some, uh, something to that nature. Uh, you know, you do have to worry about windows licenses, regular there's desktops, windows pro license. You have to worry about that because Microsoft will come after you and they will they will audit you and they will ask for money if you're not paying for it. It's like, but guess what? Doesn't require licenses. Linux doesn't require uh, licenses. Now I'm not saying you need to roll out Linux to your users. You, you could, but I would highly, highly unlike, uh, highly not recommend that cause it can be very confusing. Like I said, users, your everyday user just comes in and does their job. They want it to work. They want something familiar They want it easy. They want big buttons and click on and do their job. That's it. That's all they want to do. They don't want, they don't care that you can open up a terminal and do all this stuff on Linux. And you know, you know, you can put this similar stuff on Linux now, but they're probably so used to windows that they just don't want to do with it. And listen, uh, as bad as Microsoft is and windows can be and aggravate you to death. Active directory is, awesome so it just works in a corporate environment like you got your users they log in and well guess what you can attach that active directory to linux and log in that way if you want to but it's just going to get confusing for them you know you don't want to you want to keep it as simple as you can and let's face it windows is more simple than linux to use it just is it's got a lot simpler but still but anyway i'm just saying you need to learn it Users don't need to learn it. You need to learn it. You need to learn it so you can run your servers free of charge. Nobody cares. You can run as many as you want on your big VM. You get you a VM where, you know, EXI host set up. Get that. Put as many, as many Linux servers as you want. Nobody will know. Nobody will care. Like, it's, it's awesome. You know, um. Uh, it's just so handy to use uh, and learn, and you'll be able to host websites for people. You'll be able to, you know, you'll, you'll just expand your knowledge, and that's what it's about being in the IT field. Uh, so let's uh, jump into that. What's the best way to learn? And I made a video, I think, on Full Tech Pod on Full Tech's YouTube channel. Maybe what's the best way to learn? Anyway, I'm gonna go in more detail about that because, um somebody that myself somebody that was afraid of linux and has broke numerous things while trying to learn linux numerous it's incredible so i want you to take this advice and use it and is is get your own dedicated device to linux now i know what you're thinking you just told me to put linux on virtual machines uh i did I did do that, but that's later on. You need to be comfortable with Linux first. And let's be honest with you, the only way you're going to get comfortable with it is if you use it. Buy you a simple laptop. A laptop, more modern laptop 
the think pads are great. The Lenovo think pads, they're cheap. You can even get the older one that like had windows seven on it for like a hundred bucks. Use it. Grab, get uh, order that thing. Put Linux on, put, put arch Linux. on. Uh, no, don't start with arch. I take that back. <laughs> put, uh, put like, so corporate Linuxes, they like to use red hat, like a, a good red hat alternative. That's free. Is Rocky Linux, Alma Linux, and Fedora. Fedora is actually that is Red Hat. Like Fedora is the latest and greatest distro that they make. And Red Hat is their bottom tier. Like this, we ain't changing anything. Like it's as solid as a rock. We're not releasing you know new stuff. So maybe use use Fedora. Uh, but there's so many uh, distros out there. You can go to distrowatch.com. Just find you one that you think looks cool and use it. I I recommend, you know, maybe Ubuntu or Lubuntu. I don't really like Ubuntu's uh, interface when you boot it up, but you just want to start using Linux. And the cool thing about Linux, it doesn't matter if you install the server or just desktop version because basically the same thing. Like one, you can install GUI on the de uh, server once if you want to, but just, just do a GUI. Nobody's going to say anything. Get it set up how you want. Put it over in the corner somewhere when you're not working on it. After you get it set up, do, do stuff you naturally would. Like go to the internet. Go on Reddit. Go on Twitter. Uh, install a video game. Install an application. Install something that you use on your Windows computer. Just, just start using this thing. Start using it every, like you would a, a normal Windows desktop. Start using this laptop. I do recommend installing open SSH if it doesn't have, so you can remote into this thing remotely. And that's important here. Install open SSH server, put it in a corner with a network, get that IP address. And whenever you're not busy and you don't want to fool with Linux and you're on your windows machine, SSH, SSH into that homeboy and start running commands, start installing stuff, start updating it. That's what <laughs> that's Linux. Start adding config files. Using the terminal. That's how you learn how to do Linux. And there's so many guys out there. There's no point in me trying to tell you what to do. And I'm going to try to do helpful commands and stuff in the future that I use every day. Uh, but just start, just start using it. Like run a web server and only you connect to it. Who cares? Like just do something cool. And like I said, install and install terminal games. Uh, install C matrix and watch your screen green, uh, go green with the matrix things on there. But I really, I really do recommend getting your own thing. One that you don't care about. Like don't put anything important on this thing. Just don't do it. Just put stuff, learn, like learning stuff. Uh, I, I just don't care. Just put whatever you want to learn on it. Like install applications. Uh, you can go to what what's the hub now? Golly, I can't even remember at the moment. <laughs> anyway, they have uh, uh, ways you can install applications easily from the. Uh, all you got to do is install stuff, on, and you can do, run it all through the terminal now. And it's it's Snap. No, that's Ubuntu Snap. Oh boy, what is it called? I use it every day of my life, and for some reason I cannot think of it right now. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Maybe I'll uh, search it up here. Probably not. I know it's a hub. Thanks. Flat hub. That's it. 
Flat Hub, install some of those. Just get that get get Flat Hub working. I'm telling you, you you will not be disappointed. You'll be like, oh, this is cool. This is completely free. Yeah, all these games, all those apps, all, everything is completely open source and free. It's crazy. Yeah, that's what you just need to learn it. You just need to learn it. And I, I really suggest just even if it's an old desktop, I don't care. Just get a dedicated device to Linux. Like this is for Linux. This is what this thing does. It doesn't install Windows on it. Then when you get comfortable with it, then you can start doing VMs. You can start putting it on your dual booting if you want to. Dual booting is another problem these days. If you ask me, we'll get more into that uh, one day. Not today. Oh, shoot, we're already. Dang, I've been talking for 30 minutes already. This is going to be a long podcast. Anyway, on to the retro topic. Uh, so I've got a bunch of retro stuff here set up. <laughs> Haven't played with it much. Uh, I do have an MSX2. I'm really, really wanting to play. I know I can play it on emulators, guys. Come on. I want to play the real thing on a real TV with a real controller. That's the problem, is I ain't got my controller yet. I've ordered it from Japan. It's coming. I've tried to use a Sega Genesis controller, but some of the buttons just don't work. It's just programmed different from all my reading. So hopefully soon, I'll be doing some retro stuff again. Uh, just the MSX2 fascinates me that it's a computer, and it had this crazy... It has Castlevania on it and stuff. It, it's, it's just crazy to me. Uh, but th that's going to be going forward with the retro stuff is probably some MSX gameplay. You can find most of that over on this mango. Probably won't put a lot of that here on uh, the full tech, uh, YouTube channel. It's mostly going to be about modern games and tech, but everything else, this mango's where I'm going to be creating a lot of stuff On to the modern gaming. Uh, as you guys see, I've been playing Sonic Frontiers. It just come out this week. Uh, really surprised that it was even out this way. Like it just hit. I was like, Oh, Sonic frontiers is out. Uh, cause like a month ago it was like showing Sonic running around. There was nothing he was running into and everybody's like, Oh, this is soulless Sonic, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden this trailer hits. I was like, Oh, Sonic frontiers is out. I was like, wait a second. Sonic frontiers is out. I mean, I've been having a blast with this game. It's open world Sonic and you just run really fast around, and it's like riding roller coasters. I I, I don't know. It's so fun. Like I, that's best way I can explain it. Hopefully, you're seeing it in the game, gameplay footage. But it's just so fun to play. Like you're just open world Sonic, collecting rings, collecting stuff, jumping around as fast as humanly possible. I I get so confused sometimes, and I get maybe it's my old eyes. I get confused. It's easy to get confused. Uh, like you get disoriented in some of the portals and stages, but it's great fun. I haven't beat it yet. I'm about seven hours in. I beat the first island, and there's supposed to be four islands, I think. That's a lot of that's a lot of Sonic, because uh, the first island took five hours almost. And I mean, if I'm sure if you do everything, like collecting all these little things, you're gonna have plenty to do. Uh, but uh, as far as probably one of the best Sonic games I've played in a long time. Uh, Sonic Mania was good. But uh, I don't know. It always felt like it was missing something. I don't know why. Maybe it was just because it felt like the old Sonic. But this one's fully 3D and open world, and it has new abilities. It's just cool. It, it, it's just it's cool. And it, it feels very anime-ish. Like, if you like anime, you'll like this. Uh, but on to our last topic, uh, MTG and MTG Arena. Uh, I have... <laughs> 
since golly, it, it, feel, it feels like forever since I've done podcasts. I have got obsessed with collecting uh, Magic the Gathering cards again. And I don't even play the paper game. Like I, I play Arena, if you guys seen on the Smango YouTube channel. Um, I have, uh, I've been collecting again or opening packs and selling them online on eBay. And you can see stuff I'm selling on eBay. If you go to fulltechpodcast.com forward slash store. And there should be a link somewhere on fulltechpodcast.com. You click on the store link. You can see the stuff I'm selling. Uh, I try to post stuff at least weekly of like some good cards that I've got. I just like opening packs and selling them. I'm not making any money and I, I get on whatnot and I order stuff from there and play those games. If you can't, guys, guys haven't been on there. It's, it's kind of awesome for retro stuff and cards <laughs> for me. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff on there if you don't, uh, but there's modern games on there too, but I get on there for magic. And collecting uh, collector item stuff. It's whatnot.com. You have to you have to use your phone for the giveaways. That's one thing that don't that, that I don't like. But anyways, been collecting heavy on Magic the Gathering. I don't play the the paper game no more. But Arena has picked back up, and this coming week Tuesday, Brothers War comes out. It's a new set, and it looks awesome. I'm not I'm not joking. It looks awesome. So we playing a lot of MTG Arena coming up this winter uh i've already got my pre-order pack so hopefully i build a good deck i'm trying i'm trying to get past platinum four it is very hard with not spending money that's the bad thing about magic gathering it is very pay to win because i mean if you ain't got a good deck i mean what are you gonna do it's just some of these decks you can't beat with a simple red aggro deck it's just not gonna happen uh, but platform is about where I'm stuck at and I've read everywhere. That's usually where the wall hits when you ain't spending on money, but I ain't spent money cause it's the end of the set and standard that standard and season or whatever. So 15th blows war lo uh, launches new masteries, all that stuff. So if you want to find me live, it might be live twitch.tv for slash this mango. Uh, that's where I'm going to be live streaming at. And hopefully I'll upload it over to youtube on the smangle channel as well and i just want to say just follow follow my channels uh, tw uh twitch.tv forward slash this mango you got twitter at this mango you got youtube at this mango and then you got fulltechpodcast.com and my youtube channel here full tech um but as far as quake and stuff like that i've been taking kind of a hiatus from that uh first person shooters are just i don't know right now playing first person shooters or arena fps games i just I don't know, man. I don't know what it is right now. I don't know if I just, I just can't hang right now. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I've, this extra year, it's been my birthday, turned 36. It's just like everything's harder. <laughs> I don't know. Or everybody's just got better because I've been play. But uh, I still love Quake. Guys, you Quake fans out there, Quake still exists. I actually have a Quake live server I set up. For Clan Arena, hopefully you guys have seen it. It should be uh, the Smangos something server at fulltechpodcast.com but that's the real smango's uh quake live uh server and i do want to talk about a little bit about the quake live server uh i could not get minqlx to work and that's supposed to help your server do something not exactly sure what uh maybe some of you quake live uh server gurus can help me out there and give me a good 
I don't know, server config, because uh, it's really confusing. Like, uh, I know a little bit about the CVARs and stuff you can put in there, but some of it just doesn't make sense. Like, there's no step-by-step -step guide of really how to set up a real good server of Quake Live. But if you have one, I would love to put it out on the internet, because I can't find it. But I heard the way to run a Quake Live server now is you want, you you know, you do Steam CMD, you download the Quake server binaries. Like I already got that on my Linux box. All that's good to go. It's the MinQLX that doesn't make it. Just it just fails every time. And I even I even downloaded uh, the one the, the the distro it wanted, which was uh, Ubuntu sixteen. I think like it has everything it needs, but it just something's missing or one of the dependency servers aren't working and pulling something. I don't know what it is, but anyway, that's a, I'm still learning Linux guys. Don't get me wrong. I still learn in Linux and stuff like this all the time. But, uh, any of you quick live server gurus, or quake three gurus, I'm sure it's almost the same thing. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have a good guide or just want to help me set up a better server. Cause I have gigabit internet. It's quite fast, and it feels like a shame that people don't connect to the server more because <laughs> it would have uh, it have incredible speeds. I have plenty memory. I can, I can host just about anything, guys, over here. Uh, so if there's actually a server you guys want me to set up, please let me know. I will set it up if it's Minecraft. Uh, I would love to set up a rat mod server, but... <laughs> All the guys uh, that run RatMod, they kind of keep all that information to themselves, apparently. So, um, but I would like to grow a community, a server community that, you know, we can play and get on and just mess around sometimes. It ain't going to be nothing serious. Uh, but uh, the Quake Live server is up and running. So, I haven't been on there in a while. Uh, if you guys have been joining it, that'd be great to know. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, this podcast has run very long. I think it's been 40 minutes. That's it's been, I've had a lot to talk about today. Um, so go to full tech podcast, join discord. That's where the big community's at. Uh, but be sure if you want to talk to me directly, Twitter is the best way to do it now. And you guys will see me on there with the big blue check mark. You don't have to be scared now. That's that's Mango. <laughs> be sure to message me or just at me or something like that. At this Mango. Um, just, uh, everything's on fulltechpodcast.com. I don't want to give out the links a million times this podcast, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's been a while. Hopefully we bring out more. But like, share, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Let, let your brothers, sisters, cousins know about the podcast. Um, It'd be nice to get a uh, interview or somebody else on the podcast every now and then. I know the mother load keeps asking when they're going to be on here, and I'm just like, dude, I, when I'm on a podcast, I sit down just because I have time and I just want to blab. <laughs> so that's my podcast. Uh, I hate to aggravate people, and then you have to wait on them. And I've tried to have a co-host in the past, <laughs> and it's been a mess, like, We'll set a time and they won't want to meet it. And they'll be like, let's do it tomorrow. And I'm just like, I can't do it tomorrow. And stuff happens, you know. And it's half the time because, you know, the, 
time's money and they're not getting paid to do this. I'm not getting paid to do this. Why would anybody else? So that's the problem is, uh, it's hard to get people to do stuff for free. Uh, to get, as you get older, you learn that you can't get anybody to hardly do anything for free, which why would you, uh, your old time times money in the, in the world. But that being said, that's the end of this podcast. We'll see you guys next time.